This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. This will be a quick trigger warning. This episode is going to talk a lot about mental health, how to spot it, how to see it for yourself as well as others, but also I will be giving examples about how some people work with their depression, but also we'll be talking about possibilities of suicide, anxiety, depressions, and stuff like that. So again, trigger warning, if this is a problem for you, you can skip it at any time. It does not hurt my feelings. I want everyone to be happy and healthy the best way that they can be. This topic took a little bit more for me to research. Because, again, I'm not an expert, I am not a doctor, but I really wanted to kind of, I can't remember who even brought it up to me, but the idea of how in mental health issues are different between introverts and extroverts. Because uh, I've, know, I've seen enough research about how um, it, there's a difference between the research, there's a difference between how things manifest between like men and women from old and young. And, I mean, we've all heard, I'm, I'm assuming the differences of like how a lot of medication out there and how different like treatments were only tested on men and never on women because like our hormones were different and us having periods would mess things up instead of actually doing the actual work. Right. They decided not to do anything. And just, we were just going to like, fuck it there. As long as they don't die, which is kind of ridiculous since there's a lot of things that can happen between being good and dying. The first one is that with, with insurance and everything else, we're already quiet that us changing, especially with like depression or anxieties and else, us becoming quiet or quieter doesn't really get noticed because it's it's a really natural thing. People already assume that of us, or they already um, don't see anything different. I mean, honestly, there's the stigma already that a lot of introverts are melancholy, we're annoying, we don't like people, like all these different things, which is another indicator of something mentally wrong. Which is kind of a stupid thing of like, uh, you should be paying attention to that. Like that, like th- there really shouldn't be things pushed to the side just because your preconceived notions fit these things and you just think that th- that's normal. Um, the thing also with introverts is that we're already in our heads and that's where we like to go. So like sometimes when it comes to like anxiety, like we start spiraling in certain like narratives in your head or with depression, or even with the, even just the ones that aren't just like completely like in our head kind of ones, like even where you have like schizophrenia or borderline personality, like all these different things. Like there's stuff we don't notice because a lot of the first indications for introverts on, on certain things that go, that go wrong happen within us. And so People don't even think to ask questions and no one um, pays attention to some of the things that we say or do because it's not a, it's not a big deal, which I find very, again, it's very frustrating because I've had, I have several friends who people don't even notice when they're, they're spiraling, but I can see it because I am a good friend of theirs. I notice certain things and I know one of them, like she literally stops and she starts you can tell she's thinking really hard, like the way her eyes shift a certain way or her eyes don't focus 
in the conversation. Like she talks like she's in the conversation, but she tells she's not focused on the person talking. Like they, they we literally have people who will adjust enough because they don't want to be seen as something is wrong, which is very, very sad that it has that happens to them that they feel like they can't even show when things are wrong. And so it can be hard to see when things are shifting because what the things that we're doing when we first have a mental health issue and everything else isn't really a problem because it doesn't mess up the productivity. It doesn't mess their interaction with people or it's not like outright dangerous. Like it doesn't go straight into suicidal ideations or people talking about it or completely like isolating themselves. Like again, like with introverts, we already kind of isolate ourselves and I know with me personally, I do have times where I go, like I isolate myself. I, I go into my own solitude for a couple of days, like especially if I have a huge event. Um, I, if I go to a conference, I come back and I don't want to see nobody for two, three days. Or I work the Renaissance Festival up here in Minnesota, for which is August through September. And it's a usually a Saturday, Sunday thing. After that, like Monday, Tuesday, Monday, I'm practically sleeping half the day because I'm just exhausted because I'm usually working 12, 13 hour shifts, which is so worth it. I still love doing the job. But again, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of talking. It's a lot of time on my feet. And so no one thinks that would anything be wrong. Like even when I was with my now ex, he didn't notice anything wrong if I when I came back. Because I would be sleeping all the time on Monday and then I would be getting, I'd be doing all of my work that I had to miss over the weekend and then get really ready to make sure I I got all my stuff done before the weekend again. Because I still had to work during the week. I still had my freelance work uh, most recently. And then I also, when I, earlier I would have actual part-time job I had to go to. So if I was being extremely tired or if I was mad about something, like he didn't notice because... It was just part of who I was. Like it was just part of the the course of what was already going on. Of like I just wasn't going to talk to him. I wasn't going to do anything. I was just left to myself. And the third thing is that we're really told, like we're so used to being told how, about so many things about ourselves are wrong that us ourselves don't even can sometimes not notice that something is wrong because we're already being told and shown that. A lot of who we are, a lot of what we do is already just annoying to people, wrong, things that we need to fix for ourselves. Like, we, we're we the ones supposed to do all the shit. Instead of, with certain things of, like, me being quiet sometimes is really not a problem. Like, maybe someone else could just shut up. Or, honestly, not every space needs to have noise. That is a very different thing than... Some people getting annoyed with you talking about a subject that you absolutely love. And all of a sudden now you don't talk about it. And then people don't really notice because they, they got what they wanted. They didn't want to hear about that topic. But now you're not really talking at all. And then it starts kind of spiraling because then you're in the anxiety of kind of like, I can't talk about anything that I like because no one cares. Or everyone's annoyed with me. Nobody wants to be my friend. Like I, you start isolating more because who wants to talk to you? Who wants to actually have you in their life? And that's an anxiety as well. I've, I've had that a couple of times. I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I have like horrible mental illnesses. I'm not saying that I'm, that I'm not trying to tell other people's stories, 
but I have I have an empathy for it because I've had certain to a certain degree like the anxiety about certain things. Um, I can't. I only have the firsthand accounts from other people in my life about depression and and, and about other certain things that they they've had from mental health. Like I actually have a lot of people in my life who have mental health issues, and I try to help them as best I can. But I there's only so much I can do as someone who actually is from the outside who actually doesn't have their own experience of it. Like I can talk about anxieties because that's something I have lived with. That's something that I've had to go through, but not to an extreme. Like I've never had to, I've never needed medication and I have gone to therapy. So I know someone I've, I've had an, ex, I have a, I've had an expert tell me I didn't need it. So I'm like, don't be saying like I'm self-diagnosing myself. This is something that truly is something I didn't need. And so those are kind of the three main things that I've noticed when it comes to the differences in mental illnesses. Like a lot of it is people not noticing. Um, a lot of it starts in our heads because that's how we go. We go in for a lot of things. And then we're already shown how many things are wrong with us that even if something new popped up, no, a lot of people aren't going to notice or not people are not going to see anything because it's just kind of like the package. Like I've had some friends um, who no one really noticed their anxiety because it a lot of the same symptoms were in their depression like they already had the medication for depression but because it wasn't the same them isolating themselves for the depression it was for their anxiety like i know i have someone that when her anxiety goes like she still does all of her housework but she's a little more frantic about it because she's feeling judged as a parent that what people are thinking about her and then it spirals more and then one wrong thing someone says like not wrong not always wrong about them like just making a comment but anything that could just trigger can make it go worse and then it starts becoming a problem but thing is that spiraling could have happened for days and no one really notices because like oh everyone cleans like there are sometimes me as a quote-unquote normal person i'm not saying that they're not normal but that's the phrase that people use, which is, I find, I think, ridiculous because I don't want to, I don't, I don't feel myself to be really normal in that sense, other than, like, I have working, functioning body to a sense. That, like, I've had times where I'm like, I'm really in the mood to just clean this shit. I'm so tired of all the stuff around me and just purge. Like, that is considered kind of a normal thing for a lot of people. So, it's not, it doesn't look weird it doesn't look concerning and so like it's kind of what i'm partially doing this because i want people to notice for themselves that something that there is a difference but also the people around you like i i'm so glad that i have a lot of people in my life who trust me to tell me about their issues that they have that they feel like i will one not be judging but also um be helpful like i i have a couple of people who know that they can call me at any point when they are feeling down, when they're feeling like something is wrong. Partially because I, I, my mom's a nurse, and so I've grown up around the medical stuff most of my life. So I, I'll be the first one to kind of like, okay, let's see, like, are you having a bad reaction to medication? Did you mix something that you weren't supposed to? Um, I, I can't remember which one exactly, but there's like someone had a certain medication and uh wasn't really told specifically that they couldn't take 
a different like over-the-counter medication. I can't remember if it was like a painkiller or like a certain vitamin or something else. And it was just a weird reaction and they got like really loopy. And so I would sometimes I would call my mom kind of like, is this a bad thing? Like I'll literally go through, like I, I might be the person that they can logically start doing the steps of kind of like, this is what happened if that's what they need or if they need someone to vent to or if they need someone, I don't need someone to bitch you. Like I am your girl. If you want to be mad about something and then talk through it and be okay after that, like I have some person like we're, they spiral because of something else someone says in their life where they're like a friend or a relative of someone else. So they are in contact with, contact with them more often than they would like to. And sometimes what stops them from spiraling, I'm kind of like, yeah, that bitch, what the hell she just say? What she going to, why did she got to talk about your kid about that? Like she, she got no kids. And like, I'll be that person if you need to, like if you, I will be that. And I'm very glad that I have people in my life that feel like that, that they can trust me with that. And I hope you can at least, I, I mean, for, I hope you could at least be not hurtful to other people. Like knowing these little things can honestly help the people around you feel less isolated, feel less of a problem and also be less likely to, or not less likely to ask for help because it it takes a lot of courage for them because there is such a stigma still with mental health and it's bad enough with, certain doctors out there not listening to, I mean, there's so much research out there how so many doctors don't listen to women when they're in pain or they don't give like African-Americans painkillers because they're like, oh, they're just, they're seeking drugs or they don't listen to certain people because they think that they're just being, they're being dramatic. And, and so the thing is sometimes they want having someone else who just sees these little things can be just enough of an advocate to make them not one not take their lives to not take the take that path not to not feel worse about themselves or not um be one does not be miserable cuz the thing is like you these people that are important to you you should want them to be happy and healthy and the best way that you can help them with as well as for themselves which sometimes it needs to be um have like intervention with medical help like i my ex it took me a couple of years to convince him to go back to the doctor because he had such a bad experience when he was younger, when he first started having depression and all these other things that kind of came up because there one back then there wasn't the very good medications. They're out kind of in the country. So there wasn't really the belief in a lot of it. Like it took me several times of conversations with his parents and giving them an actual good book and resource to explain to them what depression actually is because it, they, in their mind, because they were very, they're a lot older than like my parents are. Like it, it's a very, it's, which me and him were, we're close in age, uh, four years different. Um, his parents are a different generation than mine. And so they had the idea of like, you just pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Like you just have to just force your way through it. Well, my mom being a, a, a medical professional and my dad really getting into the like American way because he's a, uh, an immigrant that they understood it better. And I think partially because they, they, they grew up a little more around the differences of how things have changed and that, that things happen in your mind can be a problem. So these were kind of like my, my, my first steps to kind of like really 
think about this because again, I want to make sure I want to help other people in my life not feel so isolated and everything else. And I hope this helped you guys. And of course, in the very beginning, I hope I gave enough of a, a warning because this stuff can be hard to do but I or, or speak about. And I hope I didn't trigger anybody. But I hope this helped a lot of people. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products, Hit me up on Instagram at The Introverts Bubble or Courageous Creativity.